women and children are, I think, are the most important um, sectors. Um, and women and children-centric products um, absolutely um, uh, would be high on the priority. Um, health and wellness, um, um, body and skin, uh, apparel, um, and, um, you know, some um, ready-to-eat stuff, which is not junk, uh, uh, in my opinion, are, are important sectors. But Hey guys, this is Mohit here, your host on yet another episode of e-commerce growth academy by Blash. Today I have Mahavir Sharma with me. You know, Mahavir does not uh, need an introduction. You know, it's a, a chair of uh, TIE Group, right, which focuses on you know uh, angel investing, uh, right. So welcome, Mahavir. Right, uh, heartily welcome on the podcast. Right. Thank you. Uh, pleasure to be here. Look forward to the conversation. Excellent, Mahavir. So, you know, always uh, it's good to start with a little bit of your background, your st- you know story journey so far, right? It will be helpful for the viewers. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, um, obviously, um, coming from traditional businesses um, uh, in products and services of manufacturing or um, exports uh, for the last uh, 30 years, um, you know, angel investment, um, uh, intrigued me and the tech domain um, was very very inspiring and with my access and my um, proximity to Thai uh, which I've been part of 20 some years I really thought that this is the the, facts, the you know the sector of the domain or the vertical that we have to be in so I started to angel invest about 10 12 years ago um, small ticket sizes to begin with um, and, and off late um, it's been pretty good I've done 40 some investments I invested very early stage uh, mostly the first check or at, at most the second check um, that any startup can look at, um, at, at in, and agnostic to sectors, but obviously not very high capex or opex. Uh, you know, we stay away from the money game. We look at would look look more at the basics. Very nicely put. So let me start the conversation, right? So you have been part of, you know, as you said, the initial journey of, you know, say, for example, e-commerce sector, right? So the e-commerce landscape has been changing, like, you know, over the last, you have, you would have seen very closely for the last, you know, 10 to 15 years, what it used to be now, what what we have now, right? So from from a investment perspective right what is your thought like you know how this business have changed and you know what are the things that you're looking at it now i i think um it has changed and so so is the dynamic nature of this field i think consumers um are very very um short um sighted they look at deals they look at prices they look at quality they look at ui ux um and if if a e-commerce uh a website portal or a product or service does not evolve itself as to the needs of its um, clients it will it will cease to grow so the the dynamic um, by nature is the in the the, the best part of um, any business especially e-commerce um obviously in the 10 12 years or last 4 or 5 years it's changed dramatically because um with the tools like ai tools like uh, ml and also you know, kind of um, cross-pollination uh, with social media um, and conversations and blogs and, and videos, 
um, all that has integrated and made it very, very interesting. And I think uh, that is what um, has become very, very um, important. And I think um, with social media and e-commerce getting married um, and AI providing the tools is going to be an absolutely um, nice. Excellent. So, you know, continuing the previous question right now, with so much of competition, right, the growth has also been, you know, challenging for any entrepreneur today, especially from the digital commerce perspective, right? So, I know that, you know, there isn't any silver bullet for growth, right? But you have been talking to, you know, many founders, someone who is doing good, someone who is not doing good. What is your view on this, that, you know, what does initial founders who is probably in a zero to one stage, right? What are the key things they should focus on? And then which, which changes to, you know, one to, you know, probably 10 perspective. One, one don't depend on one uh, medium to reach out to your customers. You should be everywhere. Um, if you're not um, at all the places, um, if you're not spending your efforts and customizing it to various uh, uh, you know, multi uh, approaches to the customer. It's very, very important. If you don't do that, you will cease to exist. Number two, your unit economics should always be be positive. You should try and work on a number that works in the sector, whether it's eighty percent gross margin or twenty percent gross margin, depending on the product that you're selling um, and the competition that there is. Um, don't try to acquire customers because of price or 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 uh, you know. So I think keep that very very clear if you're not able to get customers or acquire customers with unit economics positive um you know with with all the cacs and all the um, revenue shares that you might have on different platforms it is not a good idea to do that product because you're not you're not cut out for it um my the, the third thing is that you know be always sure that you don't overload um with skus and you're not losing a customer because you don't have enough be very focused on your on your market segment make sure that you continue to have new new things new products have deals on products that you're phasing out and it's very very important to keep it very very dynamic but keep it consistent you can't just have uh, 50 things come on the website one day and then not do anything for the next 60 days because you need to continue to to have a, a, a staggered approach and and not not uh, do that and, and other than Googles and, and social medias of the world, make sure that you have the right influencers also, because sometimes sometimes that goes a far longer way because we as human beings tend to trust uh, people and their opinions and let there be genuine opinions. Don't just, just, just don't make them fake it because if it's just a commercial um, uh, influencer, then we all know that, that he or she is being paid for it. But if it's a genuine um, uh, feedback from an influencer who might not have millions of followers but have a, a, a thousands of followers, is far stronger and far better than having to have uh, someone who has Okay. okay. So from if if we twist this question from my investment lens, right? So what are the things, you know, from an investment perspective, 
which you would see someone who is in a zero to one stage versus one to ten stage. So yeah, so I would look at the product. I would look at the ability of that team to deliver and continue to evolve in, on, on that uh, product. So I would look at the design. I would look at the quality. And and I would look at the consistency. And then I would look at the price in that order. Okay. Uh, and, and absolutely, if that is stellar, then I would look at, at the unit economics. Where are they right now? What are they spending? Are they doing enough? And do they have scope? of scalability and growth from where they are. Um, and the the last thing would be, what are the new products and new services or new uh, items that they're gonna add, whether it's, you know, from clothing to, to um, you know, furniture or whatever the sector change might be to where they're leading. And then I would be um, happy to look at that and from growth to uh, one to 10 kind of a stage, 10 to 20, Oh, I, I look at referrals, I look at repeat, I would look at, uh, you know, the overall profitability or the burn, whether the burn is going in product development, whether the burn is going on in uh, customer acquisition, whether uh, the burn um, is, uh, you know, if they're spending, if they stop to burn the money on social media, uh, would they see, would their sales cease? So I would look at more numbers because they've proved beyond We have witnessed, like, you know, the, the investment dynamics has also changed and evolved over the years. Like initially, the thought from the founders used to be that, hey, you know, let me get some funding and post that probably we'll try to, you know, build a business and all those things. Right? And I think most of us focuses very hard on the unit economics, right, in terms of this thing. What would be your couple of suggestions in terms of founders who are starting it up saying that? Before coming it to you, saying that, hey, you know, these things are the prerequisite you need to complete before you even, you know, try to, you know, reach out to someone. See, um, I love it when when um, D2C or e-commerce startups at the very, very early stage come to me and say that they have a unique product, they have the best price, um, they are best design uh, or quality and they're organic, <clears throat> natural and what whatever other adjectives that they might want to add in the pitch. And I said, great. So so then if you've sold it to person A, has that person A bought more from you, recommended you somewhere? Why are you spending money on growth? Why are you having to send him or her more more uh, emails? And, and, you know, so I, that combination is something that uh, really bothers me so you have to understand that while all of that is great and all of that is good it has to be backed um, by uh, user experience if, if you if that is not the case then it it no matter how much you tell me then i would say fine do this for six to nine months show me the growth show me the numbers and let's discuss so i would you know So, 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 you know, on, on these things, we as founders do make mistakes also, like, you know, we learn, you know, as, as we grow by, right. So what do you think, you know, what are the two, three mistakes, which you have seen founders doing it, right. When, when they, you know, their, their approach towards, you know, raising investments. 
I mean, the biggest mistake that they do is to prove prove uh, to themselves or to their investors they end up spending a lot of money um, on on um, customer acquisition, whether through social media, whether through um, uh, you know adverts, whether through um, uh, platforms that they don't need to be. And I always tell, don't be on too many platforms. The top three platforms that work for your product. Uh, the most visited. So if you know, you know, it doesn't have to be the the big three. But if you're a niche, high end design kind of a product, you don't have to be on 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 the large uh, e commerce. That's it's an it's not the numbers. It's just being seen amongst the right people. So you need to understand where you have to be. So top three e commerce uh, platforms. Um, if if Instagram works for you, it's Instagram. If other other platform works for you. Focus on that and double down on what's working rather than just trying it out and trying everything out. And, and of course, um, continue to make sure that your customers are the most satisfied people because at the end of the day, these customers are your brand ambassadors. These are carrying everything. And if you have an engagement model, which is whether they share a picture, whether they tag you, whether they get a discount, whether there's a points and referral, make sure that you keep them engaged because someone will buy a dress only so many times but if he or she is kind of engaged whether it's a community whether it's knowledge whether it's information you need to engage with your existing customers because they're gold um, you don't want to let them go because they've they've sifted you I think you you touched about second time in the conversation about you know the customer engagement you know using social media or you know probably the the social proof of engaging right now that's the next way and we at Blash predominantly tries to, and are trying to solve using the content led method right so I, I'm very curious to you know understand your view on this Mahavir. No, no, it's absolutely. If I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing the the website, but I'm sure that is the way, and it's not just. Um... You know, it's not just writing blogs, writing information, giving information in text or video or visual, but it's also gaming. If your product is is youth oriented, if it, it's also competition, it's also trivia. You know, you have to understand that every product is different. If if your customer or if your client is type A, you need to customize stuff for that person. One shoe doesn't fit all. And you have to make sure that you engage everyone differently. So, so if video engagement is it, if knowledge is it, if um, um, I mean whatever other models that one has, do it because that is very important. And it doesn't matter if they buy again or not. If it doesn't matter if they see or read or did or engage or not, you are putting it out on the web, and then that that web is where sooner or later you'll you'll be noticed and you will grow. And if doesn't, if you know, you shoot the arrow in the dark, it'll hit someone. Correct. Uh, you know, my view at Blash, like you know, we we see the product discovery as one of the prime challenge, right? In terms of you know, so many products, so many customers, so many competitiveness, and the e-commerce part from a discovery perspective hasn't evolved much. Up you know, apart from you know, personalization part of stuff, the majority of the innovation has also focused on retargeting the customers rather than, you know, probably helping them to choose something, right? And the problem actually magnifies when we go to tier two and tier three cities where, you know, consumers are 
you know very much visual right you know how quickly i can craft that information that you know hey ye shoe is very good right right and and then the next wave of growth i presume should be coming from tier 2 and tier 3 cities right so what's your thought around that mahavir like you know how do you see well, absolutely i i think i think uh, bhasha or um, the language um, and their their needs or their likes are different um their thought process is different for them um it's a very price conscious market so so absolutely the growth of e-commerce i mean e-commerce is what penetrated 4 5 6% um in india the next growth for us to reach 18 20% um consumer market has to be tier 2 tier 3 and rural india um now now whether we need to improvise products whether we need to improvise language whether we need to improvise tools for engagement yes we do need to because again as i i said i mean forget um um you know i mean south bombay doesn't get along with north bombay you know so they they're two different markets so how could how could uh, a pune nasik nagpur um and so aurangabad can be the same they all have to be different so so you and and with tools that are available and you can be geography specific when you come come on on mediums and tools and technology has the power for you to you to be different in aurangabad than you are in sobo it's absolutely um, uh, critical that you you really work your way um, across uh, technology technology has is what is your take now you know as the e-commerce ecosystem grows you know you know it's growing in conjunction with lot of tech enablers around that right so what's your view on that market uh, mahavir i mean uh, the market has to grow with technology through technology tech enablers are an integral part of your team um, and if they're not not in there it will not work um i also am a strong believer in the offline model so so while you're doing that and and this tier 2 tier 3 rural india still has a dealer distributor model so if you can create a win win situation where you are you're enforcing um sales with technology and empowering your uh, last mile uh, uh, seller i think it adds to to the value and to your possibilities of success and 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 whatever you were paying in a, a a platform you end up giving the dealer distributor um, and and the delivery charges and they pay you up front so i think that's also a model but you have to become a brand first so you you really you know the very important part uh, of any um uh, e-commerce platform is that are you are your products uh, representing uh, and you're branded so unless you're branded going to multiple cities down the line or equal cities across india does not make sense because you start from all over again by telling people that you are blah 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 well if you've not achieved that in maharashtra or in 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 you know delhi and cr or wherever you are it will not it will be a herculean task to do that in other cities in bangalore and hyderabad and and chennai is of the world so i personally feel that that it has to be a very very critical step by step so you know talking about 
tier two, tier three cities, and of course, empowering India growth, right? Now, if you talk about making our e-commerce brand globally positioned, you know, there are a lot of players who are getting into, you know, cross-border, you know, we are, our products are equally competent, right, to get a placement in international market, right? What is the thought, like, you know, how do we, you know, build this ecosystem where, you know, we started getting impacted, you know, towards beyond India as well, right, from a brand perspective, from an ecosystem perspective? Oh, I think I think it's a, it's a uh, absolutely a must. Uh, both India and uh, the world can work parallelly. You don't have to be waiting for establish yourselves um, in India before you reach out um, to the world. Uh, first, don't go to too many countries. Go to the low hanging, easy to get, uh, more audience um, that you have. Um, countries have a different price point. Um, have a have a local uh, presence in terms of URL. If if possible, um, have uh, uh, marketing being done in that area according to you know uh, what is needed. Um, absolutely, we have to compete the world. We have to have and and B to B to C. Um, even in e-commerce is not a bad idea. So having someone sitting in Dubai or Singapore is not a bad idea because and have a local partner with revenue share, uh, with 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 product control and IPs in your hand. It is not a bad idea. And I think um, you should do that because the, your unit economics work on scale. So if if you're selling one piece at a time and selling 10 pieces at a time, whether outside of India or through a dealer distributor model, So, you know, probably picking up some of your secrets, right? So now, which are the top two, three categories in, in, in e-commerce, right, where Mahavir is taking a bet now? Or would be, you know, probably next five years, if they take a span. Well, you know, it it, we, we, all know, we all know that men are the, are the worst, uh, um, you know, buyers. They, we, you know, we are, we are uh, absolutely not. Uh, so women and children, are, I think, are the most important um, sectors. Um, and women and children-centric products, um, absolutely um, uh, would be high on the priority, number one. Number two, I don't want to be part of um, a situation where someone tells me that I'm priced lower than, you know, such a such product or service in the market. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a tad bit lower or equal. Are you better? Are you um, conscious of the environment? Are you conscious of what that product will do to the person who's buying it? Mom, are do you have a, a story uh, behind your product? Um, those those um, intrigue me more, and I I think that's that's very very critical and important. Um, health and wellness, um, um, body and skin, uh, apparel, um, and um, you know some um, ready to eat stuff, which is not junk. Uh, uh, in my opinion, are are important sectors. But having said that, they're very crowded. So you really have to be um, go deeper into uh, uh, what what they are, um, uh, and what the teams behind are, what the future are, what their abilities and capabilities are. Also, um, I'm now uh, leaning towards um, smart, um, elegant, sleek. Um, whether it's uh, shoes or whether it's uh, furniture whether it's uh, small uh, items of household, I think that's the market, both from India and overseas, is a, a growing market. 
and i i would imagine uh, uh, that would be an interesting sector and if that is coupled with uh, the corporate sector being able to buy it because volume comes from them um i it would be double whammy so i think those are the kind of things that i in, that interest me or intrigue me um and i see a possible potential uh, when it comes to e-commerce i think very very insightful information you know i i'm thoroughly enjoying this probably just to conclude few things right now uh somebody wants to bet on this e-commerce sector like from a founder perspective somebody wants to you know uh, it's starting it up right so what would be your top 3 this thing for growth levers like you know hey this is what you should focus on and then probably you know the profitability should come i i think don't kill yourselves over uh growth week on week month on month okay. um some months will be um be less than the other months um you know i've seen uh people panic when they don't do well so i don't i think don't do that um it's a tough market out there um and there are too many players and consumers are very very fickle minded um and um no loyalties exist Absolutely. um so kill yourselves though be be conscious of the fact that um, there's something that you need to do something more or different that's one uh, because i don't really um want to discourage people because you know if you're running a business now uh, online sales is just a way to do it rather than having a store in a city you have a store online and that's okay you know there have been stores in every city that have done the same uh, annual revenue that they have been doing for 10 years and it's profitable so it's okay so don't don't kill yourselves um, on the growth it is important though um number 2 because you are uh, in a sector that's crowded funding um is not easy to get uh because we as investors see that oh there are 100 players i don't know which will be the top 3 or 4 so is are the odds of finding that in my favor no so i will just go get away from that sector because you might be the number one company later but for the odds of me to choose which out of the 100 will be is very very low so the funding is so this is one of my very favorite section right you know a surprise one so you know i uh, just wanted to you know get some insights on some you know any 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 favorite book that you have been reading uh, of late mahavir <laughs> so you know i've i've not had the time to read uh, books in the last 10 12 years but uh, i uh, my favorite books uh, obviously the alchemist um is one of my favorite books that i've read a few times um, i've read the fountainhead a few times okay. um you know so so those are my favorite books that i kind of read i've read it more than two to three times so i think i really any leader which uh, mahavir follows and you know probably take some you know uh, thoughtful insights from um not really um i think um i think all of us um Uh, have to be an inspiration to each other i think um, no no leader would in my opinion be an outstanding leader because 
every leader has politics to deal with and I don't blame him or her um, yeah. for it. And I, I kind of um, stay away from that position um, and, and leadership or is earned um, and respect is earned. I'm a firm believer of that. And I think um, there's work in progress and um, I would not like to name anyone. I'm not, I'm just. Right. Last but not the least, Mahavir's uh, life philosophy, right, which probably viewers can pick up something. Ah, oh, I have so many philosophies. I, I'm a philosopher. Um, I, I think, um, be honest to yourself. I think um, well, if you look in the mirror and you know who you are, so don't cheat yourself. Um, um, try and do more and try and harness all your, and all of our, uh, us have negative um, thoughts and negative traits. Try to make them use those negative traits for a positive uh, impact and influence. Uh, because even if even if you are jealous, um, don't put the other person down, but make yourselves better or bigger and and get out of it. Because negativity pulls you down. So I think you be positive, um, being honest to yourselves, and um, hopefully uh, optimistic. Absolutely, you know I would not want anyone to feel um, bad or sad because you know that's that's the whole essence of life. Excellent. It was a very, very insightful conversation, Mahavir, you know, thank you, you know, for taking some time out, you know, on this Saturday, lovely Saturday, right, uh, from entire Flash of the team of Flash, right? Thank you very, sure. very much. It was a pleasure. Good talking to you. Yeah.